I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. As you're probably aware, in his last fight against Safir Seferi, I was very critical of Tyson Fury. I didn't think that what he displayed was anything that great. I thought that he could have done a lot more, and I was very curious as to why uh, Seferi quit after, I think it was four rounds like he did. And I just thought, okay, I don't think Tyson Fury is even close to being ready to being back at the level he was before his 924-day exile from the ring after beating Vladimir Klitschko. But after viewing his fight against Francesco Pianetta from the previous Saturday, I think that may be okay. He's on the right track. He looked to be in much better shape because if you'd seen uh, pictures of him prior to his return, he looked incredibly fat. He looked like he could have been fat bastard from the Austin Powers movies. And against Pianetta, he looked to be in great shape. And I thought he did a a very good job against a, a fighter of Pianetta's caliber. I know that some people were a bit disappointed that he should have gone for the knockout, but personally, I think that Pianetta should have done more to bring that out of Tyson Fury. He he didn't win a single round and on the referee's uh, scorecard, and even watching it, I thought, okay, when are you going to do something? Because after you know five or six rounds, certainly in round seven, he should have come out with a nothing-to-lose attitude. The crowd was clearly behind uh, Tyson Fury, but at the same time, I think they were also expecting a bit more from Pianetta. And who knows, maybe they were also expecting Fury to realize, okay, this guy is not doing anything to hurt me. He's barely landed any significant blows on me. Maybe it's time for me to step up the pace and just eventually stop the guy, but that didn't happen. Instead, they went to the final bell, and you could hear boos. Now... Like I said, I think the the crowd was behind Tyson Fury, but I think that they were expecting a more exciting outcome in the end. But, uh, you know, it didn't happen. Overall, a a good performance from Tyson Fury. I thought he looked to be in good shape, and I thought, okay, you know, this is what most people want to see. They want to see Tyson Fury in shape. They want to see him on his toes, moving, confusing people, slipping punches like he used to. And who knows? Maybe if he's... If he does this good against Pianetta, how would he do against uh, some of the elite heavyweights like Anthony Joshua or even Deontay Wilder? Well, unfortunately, an Anthony Joshua fight isn't happening, but afterwards, we, uh, well, we got somebody walking into the ring during Tyson Fury's interview. Thank you very much indeed, John. Tyson Fury, congratulations. You've won every round on the card of the referee. A shutout victory over 10 three-minute rounds. Give us your assessment of the performance you've just produced. I think it was a calculated boxing performance, as promised. Uh, we come here to get the good rounds in, the good ten rounds with a good tough man. Um, quite durable. I was working on my boxing, trying to slip inside, use the jab, and get the rounds in, really, and we were very happy with the performance. Indeed, you did get the rounds in. More boxers checked on your continuing progression and return to the boxing ring. How did it compare to your first outing after 900-plus days out? Yeah, well, I thought that was a, a step up, step up of opponent and a better boxing display. You know, it's no secret, I, I need the rounds. I need to uh, box and move and slip and slide and prove I can still go the 10 rounds. And I've plenty left in the tank, which I did there tonight. 
you can't find anything untrue about what he's saying. I think the way he described his fight was very accurate. It was calculated. And he did say he needs the rounds. I don't think it would have done him very good if he had gone in there and just uh, knocked Pianetta out in two or three rounds. I think that he did want to go the distance and mostly just to build up his stamina to show not just to show himself but to show the people okay you know i can go 10 rounds i'm not going to get tired i still have my stamina don't worry if if and when i get a big heavyweight title fight i am going to be in the best shape i can be possible and then of course they decide to bring in deontay wilder to the mix and you can tell that this is not wilder's backyard the, the, everybody in this arena is for Tyson Fury. Uh, Wilder gets this amazing ovation of booze. Nobody is happy to see him. Yeah. <laughs> let's play the interview. It's good stuff. Well, let's bring in the man holding that coveted green strap, the undefeated WBC heavyweight champion of the world, the bronze bomber, the self-styled Baptist, Deontay Wilder. Now here you are, Deontay, face-to-face with a man you came face-to-face with after your successful title defense against Arthur Speaker in January 2016 in Brooklyn. How far are negotiations between yourself and Tyson Fury for a showdown between the reigning WBC champ and the lineal heavyweight champ? Where are we in terms of those negotiations? Are we ready now? This fight we are having is on. It's his own. This fight is official. It's on, baby. Y'all can get funny. I got to say, I find it kind of funny that he's giving them great news that, hey, I'm going to be fighting Tyson Fury you know, sometime later this year, and they are still booing him. It's like he could be singing God Save the Queen, and they'd be booing him. Oh, man. Yeah, you have to feel just, just a little bit bad for Deontay Wilder at that moment because... You know, this is exciting news. You do think that people would be kind of breaking into cheers, but uh, no, it, it takes uh, Fury's promoter, Frank Warren, to do that for people. This is what we've been waiting for right here. The best fighting the best. So you've said that the fight is on. When and where will the fight take place? We It will be revealed next week. Until wait till next week. But the fight is on. It's on. Well, Tyson Fury, listen to the ovation that this news has received. A fight between yourself, the lineal heavyweight champion, a man who's never lost his titles in the ring against the reigning WBC champion. 40 wins out of 40, 39 inside the distance, a 98% knockout ratio. How much does that whet the appetite to face off against the undisputed WBC champ? You know, we are two men who will fight anybody. This man has been trying to make a big fight with the other chump. I think we all know who we're talking about. The biggest shit house inside box. Tyson, we're live on BT Sport, we're live on Showtime. If we could keep the language clean, it would be most appreciated. Bring it back here, man. Just for the record, Tyson, feel free to swear as much as you want. I, I, I personally think that it makes for good television and an even better podcast. Listen, they called. I answered. I said, send me the contract. They sent the contract. I said yes, and now he gets his chance to fight the lineal heavyweight champion of the world. My promise is, I've got me rounds here tonight, 10 rounds, but one thing I promise when I go to Las Vegas, 
There's I'm knocking you the fuck out, bum. Bum. I absolutely love stuff like this. People might say, "Oh, it's too much, almost like a like a WWE uh, wrestling promotion." I don't care. This gets people excited. It whets the appetite. And some people might not like the profanity. I mean, toughen up, okay? Honestly, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's a boxing match. This is not a fine dining restaurant. Well, what am I talking about? They swear in there too. Haven't you watched Gordon Ramsay? Either way, this, this has got me very excited. And, of course, after that, they uh, had to talk one-on-one -on -one with Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder, you've heard what Tyson Fury has to say. He, you've heard what, how he thinks the fight is going to go when you guys square off in the ring. How do you forecast a fight between yourself and fellow undefeated former champ Tyson Fury? Well, that's one thing Tyson Fury has never had. He didn't have many belts, but he's never had the WBC belt. And if he ever think about having this belt, he better wake up and apologize to me because he had never had this. Deontay, not to interrupt your trash talk, but I think you mean if you even dream about having this belt, you better wake up and apologize. Sorry, I mean, nobody says, oh, if you even think, you better wake up and apologize. What? What are you talking about, man? Get it right. I can't wait to fight you because I am going to knock you out. This, I promise you, every victim that stepped in the ring, I'd have knocked them out in devastating fashion. You've never been knocked out. But you're going to feel the experience, what it feel to get hit by the bronze bomb. Listen, you can't knock out where you can't hit bomb. This man couldn't land a blow on me tonight. First of all, I want to thank my Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ for giving me the victory here tonight. And second, I just want to say Belfast, you are beautiful! I love you guys! Every time I come to Belfast, it's, it's like a homecoming. It's like a homecoming for the Gypsy King. And 25,000 people came in here tonight and stood in the rain to witness me fight. I promise you, I'm taking the WBC title and I'll bring it back and defend it right here in Belfast. Final word to you, Deontay, if you can make it brief, please. This has been an amazing journey. Belfast, you guys, has been great. Your welcome has been wonderful. You are wonderful people, so I'm happy to be here. But I'm sad to tell you, Tyson Fury will not be bringing the WC belt back here. You guys can see me. Well, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, thank you very much indeed. We have to wrap it up there. But the fight has been set. The lineal heavyweight champion, Tyson Fury, against the reigning, defending WBC heavyweight champion, Deontay the Bronze Bomber Wilder. The fight has been made. Stay tuned for further announcements as to where and when that fight will take place. But it is now official. Two champions facing off in the boxing ring for the WBC heavyweight championship of the world. So the fight is going to be taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's either going to be at the MGM Grand Center or the T-Mobile Arena. They're, they're still trying to finalize uh, a location and a date. They're, they apparently have two dates set up in November, probably probably uh, mid-November. That's That'd be my guess. And <clears throat> Tyson Fury has said that he's going to be flying out to Las Vegas in September, in just a few days, to begin his training camp for the fight. So, 
This is going to be very exciting. I love that uh, it's Fury who's coming to America this time to fight Deontay Wilder. I think it's great. I I think that Fury can be uh, sometimes a bit infuriating. I don't know if that's like a pun or not, but uh, Fury can be uh, annoying sometimes, but I, I think that he is probably going to try to work his charm to win over a lot of American fans as, you know, there are going to be tons of Brits flying over to watch Tyson Fury fight. I mean, the the, the Brits do this for all their major uh, boxing stars. They They did it in colossal fashion for Ricky Hatton back when he used to fight. And I'm sure that not not the same amount of people, but there is going to be a very good amount of people flying into Las Vegas to watch Tyson Fury fight Deontay Wilder. I just hope that uh, there are no hiccups uh, leading up to the fight. I hope there are no injuries, no delays. I mean, th- this is what we've what what boxing fans have wanted since uh, 2015, after Fury beat Vladimir Klitschko. We thought, all right. You know, we're, we're going to be entering an exciting new era of heavyweight boxing. And it finally seems that now, now is the time that it's really going to get started. And who knows? Maybe it already did start with Deontay Wilder against Louis Ortiz. I thought that that was a very good heavyweight title fight. And maybe this is going to be continuing that trend. You know, we, we can only hope so. We can only hope so. But right now, the heavyweight division is looking very exciting. And Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are going to be captivating everybody's imagination for the next few weeks. Moving on. Now, going to be talking, we, we were talking about some exciting news in the heavyweight division. Let's talk about something bizarre that happened in the heavyweight division this past Friday night. I was at work, and for some reason, I was uh, just on my phone, and I saw that there was a PBC fight that was taking place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, it was between the undefeated F.A. Ajaba, who entered the ring with uh, five wins, all victories by way of knockout, and he was taking on Curtis Harper, who had a record of 13 wins, five losses, with nine wins by way of knockout. And somebody had just posted this video, and they, they were recording it from their TV on their iPhone, and I thought, okay, it must have been just like a one-punch knockout, because the video is only you know 90 seconds long, so th- that, that's got to be it. And I'm watching, I'm thinking, okay, Bell's going to ring. I mean, this uh, this Harper guy, he looks like he's ready to fight. You know, he's bouncing around. And then as soon as the bell rings, Harper steps out of the ring. It is a heavyweight matchup. I'm going to let you know when that man fights, F.A. Ajagba, do not blink. Of his five professional bouts, four of them have been done in the first round. So he likes to bring an end to opponents in quick fashion. And Curtis Harper has walked out of the ring. Wait, what? I cannot believe I this. I've never seen this before. He walked out, he of, walked the out of the ring. He's not fighting this he guy. He walked out of the fighting. ring. I've never seen this before in my life. Wow. Curtis Harper has and walked out of the ring. And the fans here in Minnesota are, 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 are really upset right now because... Well, it looks to the painting of the picture it was right. a portrait of destruction anyway, so he probably saw that same portrait. Curtis Harper is on his way to the dressing room and is walking out of the ring. So I would I've say never that, that is seen this. They forfeited the match. And comes at one second of the first round for your winner by disqualification and still undefeated, F.A., the one and only... Uh, 
and I'm like, what is happening? What what are you doing? No, 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 go back. The fight is that way, stupid. What are you running for? I have seen some bizarre things in in boxing throughout the years. I've seen uh, one fighter quit because he was getting punched in the face. But I've never seen a fighter quit before they even got started. And I just thought, oh my god, like he was he was that afraid of F.A. Ajaba. Because, you know, Curtis Harper, he enters the ring, looks like he's got a bit of a soft body, in all honesty. It's kind of like, okay, maybe he is in shape, but I don't think he's in as good as a shape as Ajaba. I mean, Ajaba just looked like he, he was ready to fight, that he'd been training for quite a while, ready to go, and this probably would have been a short bout, but... As I uh, went went to work, I just thought, "Oh my gosh, he was he was so scared. He just, he quit before he even started." But then 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 I thought about it. I thought, "No, something's not right." And you know, I took a quick break and I watched the video again. And I thought, "Okay, like you know, when they're doing the uh, when the referee's giving his instructions, Harper does look like I, I noticed that his mouth's open." And I kind of thought at first it was kind of like, "Oh Jesus, I'm fighting this guy." Nope. But then I watched Harper exit the ring, and I just thought, it's too calm. He's not looking back like, nope, I'm not going near this guy. Screw this. Screw all of you. I'm not fighting tonight. He's almost kind of walking out like, this is part of the plan. This is what I have to do. And it turns out later on that Harper admitted that he was not going to fight because he did not like what he was being paid. Uh, allegedly, uh, he had told nobody about this. His trainers were baffled and confused. They ha- they had no idea what was going on. But apparently, there were rumors that uh, there were a contract dispute, and they were cutting his uh, purse by seventy five percent, according to an article from Bleacher Report. Harper wanted to see the contract for the fight, but uh, Bobby Burnett of the Minnesota Boxing Commission told Harper that you know that Harper had already signed the contract and that it was filed. But uh, after that, Harper was apparently remained steadfast in his refusal to fight. But I, I don't know. Maybe maybe more will come out about this. Maybe not. I mean, Harper's saying that he wasn't getting paid enough. He He's not getting paid anything now because he did not fight at all. And he uh, considered what he was going to be allegedly paid was just disrespectful. I mean... That, that that depends upon what he is going, what he was uh, contracted to be paid, and what in actuality he was going to be paid after the fact. But the fact is, you know, you're Curtis Harper. You're 13 and five, or currently 13 and six, because uh, Ajaba won this fight one second into the first round. Because as soon as Harper stepped out of the ring, that's it. Fight's done. You've lost. Goodbye. And. Uh, yeah, I, 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 this is, this is just bizarre. This is, is kind of, it's, it's not the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I mean, I remember when Tor Hammer, uh, quit against Andy Ruiz. That was all the way back in 2013. And this might be the most bizarre quit job I've, it's, it's one of the most bizarre, uh, not the most humiliating, but it definitely ranks up there. So, uh, 
Congratulations to F.A. Ajaba. You won without even throwing a punch. Well done. Moving on. The war of words between Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Golovkin continues leading up to their... They're hopefully... Hopefully it's going to be a war in the rematch between them, uh, which is taking place September 15th in Las Vegas. I am going to have that night off of work. I'm going to be covering the fight live. But, oh, you you can just tell that I I think this is going to be more brutal than their first fight. And it's not like it wasn't brutal, but I thought it was a very exciting fight. Um but I, I think it's become a lot more personal. They're, they're throwing a lot more digs at each other. Golovkin is saying that uh, Canelo didn't really hurt him with any of his punches and that they were they were more like slaps. He didn't feel any of them. And now Canelo saying, well, Golovkin likes to show that he has a, quote, Mexican style, but in all honesty, he doesn't really care about Mexicans. If anything tragic were to happen in Mexico, he wouldn't care. He he just uses it for publicity and whatnot. I think this is going to be a, a great rematch. I am going to be giving my prediction for that fight on the next episode, but, oh, it's just palpable. The tension is palpable. I am really looking forward to this fight. Ah, fights like these don't come around enough in boxing. I mean, I, I feel that we're very lucky to be getting this rematch, and we're also going to be getting Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. I think that's a great fight, but really looking forward to Golovkin versus Canelo. Still trying to put together uh, my prediction for who's going to win the fight, but. Either way, this should be a great fight. But before we get to that fight, we have Danny Garcia versus Sean Porter, in which I think is not as important, but it's probably probably more significant than we realize. Danny Garcia will be entering the ring with a record of 34 wins, one loss, 20 wins coming by way of knockout, compared to Porter, 28 wins, two losses, 17 wins by way of knockout. He also has one draw on his record. Uh, Both fighters uh, are former welterweight champions. Both fighters have suffered losses to Keith Thurman throughout their careers. The question is, who's going to win this fight and who's going to go on to, you know, hopefully bigger things in the welterweight division? It's a very, it's a very interesting fight. I think this is a real pick'em fight. But for the most part, I'm leaning towards Sean Porter. A lot of people thought that he should have gotten the decision against Keith Thurman. Personally, I scored that fight a draw. And I'm trying to remember how Danny Garcia fought against Keith Thurman. And even though that was a good competitive fight, I thought it was pretty clear that Thurman had won the fight. So logic should dictate that uh, Sean Porter should emerge victorious in this fight. But, you know, sometimes Danny Garcia, he has that uncanny ability to win, even when it looks like he shouldn't. I mean, we saw what happened against Mauricio Herrera. We also saw uh, how it went against Lamont Peterson. A lot of people thought that Garcia lost both of those fights, and yet he still got the decision. And you have to remember, he won his, uh, I believe it was his first title or he certainly, I think he had the uh, WBC title already when he knocked out Amir Khan. But up to that point, uh, he was he was 
losing that fight against Khan, and then he just comes back with that big left hook, drops Khan, and then, you know, it's over for Amir at that point. But right now, it's hard not to go against Sean Porter. I think that he does have, you know, better tools in his arsenal than Garcia. Uh, some people are concerned that he's also got his head, which he uses on the inside. Uh, Andre Berto complained about that, lost against Sean Porter. I think that this could be a much better fight than most of us realize. Unfortunately, I won't be able to watch it live. You know, I I can't get every Saturday night off of work, even though sometimes I'm kind of worried, like, hey, you know, I can stay overtime and help out. And they're like, nope, get the hell out. But I'm, but they say get the hell out in the, in the nicest way possible. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a pretty good fight. I don't think that uh, Porter is going to stop Garcia by any means. Uh, Danny Garcia, as we saw, he has a very good chin. I'm trying to remember if he's ever been down at all in his career. And currently, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. But in boxing, you have to ex- expect the unexpected. And who knows what will happen in this fight. I mean, I did not expect Danny Garcia to stop uh, Brandon Rios, but he was able to do that. And, but then thinking in hindsight, maybe it's not so hard. Rios is not, you know, the brawling warrior he used to be. He's, if anything, more of just a living, breathing punching bag that will sometimes hit back. But at the moment, I still think that Sean Porter is going to win a 12-round, probably majority decision against Danny Garcia win the WBC title, and perhaps move on to a fight against Errol Spence, whom he considers to be one of the top welterweights in the division. Hopefully that can happen, and for all we know, it will. I mean, if you're patient enough in boxing, sometimes the patience pays off. I mean, we had to wait over a year for Danny Garcia versus Sean Porter. We're waiting almost a year to the day for the rematch between... Canelo and Gennady Golovkin. We had to wait much longer for Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, but we are getting these fights. So good things come to those who wait. And hopefully you won't have to wait too long for the next podcast where I will be uh, either, you know, telling you how right I was about about my prediction for Porter versus Garcia, or I'll be telling you how delicious Crow tastes. I will also be giving you on the next podcast my prediction for Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Golovkin in their middleweight championship rematch. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxing for free. Be like Arislandi Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Millerad Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to youtube.com slash boxing for free and like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash boxing for free page. You can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, give us a review and let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time. I'm knocking you the fuck out.